Hello, parents. Welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is Kimberly Bell. Today, we're talking about another codependent pattern that we may be participating in in our, uh, in our parenting. So the best way for me to explain this is probably just to set up a scenario, okay? Uh, so let's pretend like I grew up in a household that was crazy. Um, there was a lot of chaos going on. Um, let's say that it was an angry household and there were outbursts and there were all kinds of things going on in my home. And of course that really affects me as a child, right? Because I never know what's going to happen when. So I start to live a certain way. And let's say that when I'm a child, because we often make decisions, right? And promises to ourselves when we're children, like, I'm never going to do that to my kids, or I'm never going to be like my mom or like my dad, right? Because of that moment where we're aware pain's inflicted upon us and it feels so unfair, unjust, and heartbreaking, perhaps, right? So what happens in that moment, perhaps, is that we make those decisions. And so when we make decisions like that, that means I committed to myself, right? I made the decision. So what happens years later when I begin to parent? Well, let's pretend like whatever that decision was for me that now I've decided that I am focusing on having happy children, having their lives be good, right? Um, having everything be perfect for them because I do not want them to have to deal with what I had to deal with growing up. And this is kind of me, to be honest with you, and probably many of you who are hearing this. Um, I'm doing a parenting workshop right now, and you know we talked about this last night, and I just want to help you be able to write always in an effort, I am here to help you guys realize some things about yourself, to help you become you know, more aware, hopefully, so that you can actually change things, right? Start shifting things in a healthier relating kind of way in all your relationships. And parenting is just so important because we are growing human beings. And these human beings are going to be who's going to be in charge of our world, right? Soon. And it matters our relationship with them. So I want to also say before I step away from this is that our learning and our healing comes from our relationships. And parenting is a big part of that journey, right? Because we notice we get annoyed, we get triggered by our parenting, right? Could be with our spouse, but oftentimes our children do it. And our children, it's more about you in the triggering moment. When you get annoyed, anxious, whatever, it's more about you than it is about your child. Your child is just presenting you with an opportunity to realize that something still needs to be healed, looked at within yourself. So it's a great question to be able to ask ourselves in that heated moment. And this takes uh, a lot of patience and dedication to wanting to change the way that we typically react or respond to our kids, right? 
And the first step is becoming aware of something that I'm doing. So yada, yada, that's why I do these to help you guys with how you're parenting and how you're having relationships. So let's go back to my scenario, which is I've made a decision as a child that I'm not going to put my kids through the same things that I went through. And so maybe that, you know, maybe I start manifesting that as in I've made a decision that I want my kids' lives to be happy. And so if I've made this decision and I'm a strong kind of mama bear, mama, okay, then I may have an undercurrent run, running in the background of all of my decision-making. It's an unconscious thing. But maybe there's an undercurrent of my kids have to be happy. I'm going to do anything to make sure they're happy, right? Or everything has to be perfect. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it's perfect. Now, remember, this is all from me and my definition of perfect and happy and all those things, right? A lot going on here, but let's pretend like I have this undercurrent running and I carry it through all of my parenting. If that's the case, then that means anything while I'm, you know, growing my children, anything that comes in conflict with this, I'm going to feel as an attack right? This could be in the form of another child. This could be in the form of another mother, right? If we're at a play date as they get older, this could be in the form of a teacher. This could be, right? So many things. This could be food. It, it goes on and on, whatever that is, right? So if I'm parenting from that place, I am doing my child a big disservice, why? Because that's not life. And that means that I am raising them with a distorted experience. The way that I look at parenting is, we're, we're, these are training grounds, right? Our years with our children are this opportunity for our kids to grow and to learn how to be self-sufficient, empowered individuals so that when they go off to school or the next chapter in their life, they're able to make decisions. They're able to do that by themselves, right? They may call you up initially just to get an opinion, but typically children have confidence. This isn't something they're facing for the first time. They know how to do things, right? But more importantly than doing things, they feel that they are equipped and ready and we support them in that endeavor, right? So I look at these years with our kids as though we're prepping them for the next stage in life. So if I'm raising my children with this distortion, from my pain, and that's my pain point, okay? And, and parents are raising or growing their children from pain points without even realizing it. We know things get uncomfortable, but it's important to realize that we want our kids, and in most, you know, in a lot of situations, I'll say, we want our kids to avoid the pain that we 
experienced, right? Because we love them so much and we want to give them the best. And that's our idea. But when we interrupt this process, we are doing them a huge disservice. And we can understand that. So let's, let's take my scenario further. So let's say I've raised all my children to completely rely on me to make sure that their happiness gets taken care of, right? Because they learn quickly that mom is the one or whoever the parent is, they are the one who makes it all okay, right? So if I have a, if I have a parent who's been doing this for me, everything's great. Now I'm dropped off at college. I'm all of a sudden going to deal with a lot of stuff that I've never had to deal with before. Forget about the fact that I'm going to college for the first time. Like that's, that's a whole new paradigm on its own, right? Um, change of people and living environment and food and all these other things that takes us an adjustment time, you know, our mind, body, and spirit adjustment time. But now I, it's almost like I might have to face a lot of stuff that I have never faced before because I didn't get the proper training at home in a loving, safe environment, okay? So you can see how this would present a problem. So what happens with a child like that, and I am seeing that a lot, children are you know, dropped off at college and then the focus might go more on escaping right? Whatever I choose to escape with, maybe it's a substance, right? Maybe it's could be so many things. Um, we could also call it avoiding, right? Why? Because it's uncomfortable to deal with things in life. And why is it extra, extra uncomfortable for me as a kid? Because I've grown up in the perfect household where everyone took care of everything for me. Because I haven't experienced this uncomfortableness before, so I don't have tolerance for any of it. And if I don't have tolerance for any of it, I shut down, right? You People might think it's lazy, it's this, it's that. No, I don't believe it is. I believe most of what we see is because the child literally hasn't had the experience to have to deal with things in life. And if somebody is always taking care of everything for us, we never get an opportunity to learn how to do it. So that's why, that's why I'm talking about this. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you're, if you feel like this could be you, okay. Um, the other, another scenario I'll throw out is, um, let's say that I grew up in a household where uh, my parents needed everything to be perfect and happy, right? Let's say that I'm just like my parents were, because that happens too, right? You never know how things manifest in a child until they get older. So let's say they've totally adopted the way that I did things. Then the same will be true, right? The same, um, it's going to outpicture the same way, meaning that that parent, me, is going to feel like they need to, you know, make things happy and perfect and take care of everything again. Um, and we just don't have the opportunity as a child to learn how to problem solve, um, 
to, to know that you can figure it out, right? Maybe to, um, we haven't learned how to advocate for ourselves because mom and dad always did it, right? They always took care of that with a, with a school and with a soccer coach and, you know, mom and dad always made sure that they positioned everything just perfectly so that we don't have to have an issue, right? Maybe mom and dad just have no tolerance at all for that, right? Anything not working out or little Johnny or little Susie not being happy in, in all ways because their tolerance is very low for that. So if I'm a kid and, you know, I'm dealing with freshman year and all of the, oh, all the changes that we go through and all the years behind me, somebody else was taking care of things. You can see how that might put me in complete and utter shutdown, turmoil, depression, anxiety, you name it. Um, I think that, I think that this is important. I feel like it's important to ask ourselves, could I be doing this? So I'm going to give you a tool now. Okay. And it's not complicated at all. But if anything here resonates or pulls you in, there's something here for you. Okay. So how do we, how do we figure this out? Well, you, you probably already have an inkling that you might be, something might be going on. So what you have to do is identify first, I think, what kind of environment did you grow up in? Be candid with yourself, right? So this is about sitting with yourself and getting clear, having the conversation away from distraction so that you can, you know, get centered and really think about it. You know, maybe it's in your car too, you know, wherever, but away from distraction, turn off the radio, put the phone down. What kind of environment did you grow up with? Uh, what did mom and dad need, right? What did they need? What did they need from the household? What did they need from you? And you know, were they the kind of parent that always um, pushed for codependency, right? Were they trying to change things so that they could feel better, so that the family was feeling better? Did, were you aware that there was no room for unhappiness, disease, any of that stuff. Or your environment may have been completely the opposite, right? You may have had that household that I started off with where you never knew what was going to happen in your household. And that's, that's a lot of post-traumatic stress. That's a lot of freaky stuff. So get clear on that and ask yourself if you could be doing this, right, with the kids. Um, you know, become aware too. what is your initial go-to response? Is your go-to response a Florence Nightingale, right? Which is, are you trying to come in and save the day? Are you going to try to fix it? Oh, you're unhappy. Let me do this for you. And take time to really have this conversation with yourself. Start watching your behavior. Start being more curious about you and how you relate. How you relate to your child too, like when you get agitated, when you get angry, when you get 
scared, okay? Most of this is automatic, right? And this is powerful to become aware of because when you respond that way, you may be creating the same in your child, right? Because this is how we adopt things from our parents. So what are you doing? What could you be doing that's interrupting the flow of learning for your child, right? A huge part of life is learning how to deal with that other side of it that's uncomfortable, right? I'm going to call it contrast, the light, the dark, the dark side, right? Our children, the more they can learn how to work through these uncomfortable things and you know, they're allowed to fall and get up and fall and get up and fall and get up. They're going to learn how to pick themselves up again, right? They're going to learn that, oh yeah, you know what? When I fall, I get up. If we keep picking them up, they don't learn that I can get up on myself. And that's what I feel has really happened here. And that's because of our parents, right? (laughs) I mean, there's all, look, we're all doing our best. And we are, if you're listening to this, you're probably, you're just a loving parent, right? Who wants to do the best for your child. So if you are doing this, this is good information. This is not information to start feeling guilty about the fact that you're messing your child up. Okay. That's not what you're doing. Okay. You're, you're actually doing a very loving act by listening to this and trying to change, becoming more aware and changing so that you can help your child navigate their life in a healthy, independent, confident way. That's what you're doing, okay? But it is important to ask ourselves when we get triggered with our children, and what I call a trigger is like when I'm uncomfortable, when I get angry, upset, whatever, it's a good good thing to understand. Is it my goal to make sure that I feel better as a parent? Is that more important? than me allowing the space for this to be a learning opportunity for my child so they can grow and learn from this experience and carry it forward with them, right? So we have the opportunity to grow our children and allow them to be a wise 18-year-old, right? Wise to the degree of an 18-year-old when they leave our home. But I do believe that what's happened is so many of us fearful parents start interrupting their growth process and their learning process, which is paramount for a confident, empowered, happy, well-adjusted young adult. So this is where I'm going to leave it. I hope it was helpful. I want you all to know that you can always reach out to me. You know, I work with couples, I work with families, I work with teens, you know, I, I work with everybody. And if you you know, are the parent who, gosh, I've, I think this is me. I don't know where to start. You can always reach out to me. Um, and we can start a conversation. You know, maybe it's just something that you need to hear, or maybe you decide you want to work with me a little bit, whatever it is, I'm available. Uh, the other thing I'll say is I also am an author. My book is called Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. If you read the book, it is not a long book. If you read this book, it's powerful and it will help you start to change. Okay. That's how we change the game for our children. 
we start getting more comfortable with ourselves. We start healing those things within ourselves. Okay. And there are exercises in this book, which is awesome at the end of each chapter. Um, it's, it's a small book, but it's a very powerful book. Uh, it's a wonderful agent for change. So if you're a parent and you want to help your child, that is another way to do that. Okay. Reading a book and there are plenty of authors out there, right? And there are plenty of teachers and plenty of wonderful information. So if, if my stuff isn't resonating with you, somebody out there will. Okay. But there's help out there. I promise you. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, have a wonderful time, a wonderful day rather. And, uh, I will see you guys soon. Okay. Thanks so much.